Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. Today's manifestation story. It comes to you with remembering all of what inspires human potential is one's own motivation to move into a self-regulating nervous system that can navigate secure attachment within your own body. So achieving your three-year-old whole heart for those who don't have that life from the beginning of their lives. So your first three years are implicit memory. If you have a whole three-year-old heart, it means all things are giggles and laughs and there's not the whole human suffering bit. If, on the other hand, you have conducted a journey, whether on your own or therapy or a bunch of things, and you've moved out of the human suffering bit, you know now how to be giggly and laughing because you got a handle and you got to know your inner child. And so you moved out of the adaptive child mode and into your adult mode. And so with the adult mode, plus I'm a mystic and this is manifestation story, so you're also part of the spiritual and spirituality community, which means you understand the working with yourself and energy. And so you understand that when you're in your ventral vagal nervous system, this is the whole three-year-old heart, you consistently add to your oversoul, not less. And that's because there's no devil, demon, all of that is for 4D plane people. And they live in those mind's eyes and that stuff. And we're not talking about that. I'm doing manifestation story. I'm finally able to share these new piece of content the way that they have been catered to be shared. And this story, as I was saying, is about unburdening with people who are taking accountability of their thoughts and their emotions like grown-ups do. And they are grown-ups. And they are able to instantaneously, no, <laughs> instantaneous is only whatever you cook that is. And even that is not instantaneous because it should be then snap and done. <laughs> What's instantaneous is the now. And staying in the now is very straightforward for those of us who navigate from a 5D plane because we are in a integrated human being brain. And that means I have healthy self-worth. I unconsciously love me with my flaws and imperfections. And when presenting, here's who I am, a solo polyamorous person. I will be good with whatever comes out of the mouth of the person who's in front of me. <laughs> and on that note, here's where we'll use being in a situation because we have manifestation story of course with two people we don't live on an island all by ourselves and we don't want to when we are healed three-year-old hearts so whether you are a solo polyamorous person or a solo monoamorous or maybe you're neither maybe you are a a different type of uh, love language lifestyle and embodying relationships okay i was using the solo poly as an example and on that note all my lovely polyamory growing collective I know you're enjoying because I don't see any readers or manifestation people out there understanding what polyamory is, not even close. They don't understand that some of us love many from our hearts and that's because we are oneness consciousness and we know our bonds and we know who we are. So secure attachment, polyamory, poly secure. And we'll do solo poly secure from moving forward in this episode I always have to give some background, my lovely regular listeners, because we don't know who's new and who doesn't know words. And I don't use the dictionary either, so I will fuck up. I'm pseudoscience lady, woo-woo lady for reasons that are known to all of us. And that is I'm not in a room doing research academically in one field alone. I'm bringing together educational material. This one is not about educational. This one is about manifestation. Okay, so again, 
we have two adults who take their thoughts and their emotions seriously and they're able to present like functional adults with healthy self-worth i'm not superior in fear to you my eyes will look at you and i will look at you with a compassionate lens because that's what is our driver when we are completely in self-confidence self-empowered person is in their ventral vagal state i will look at you with compassion doesn't mean my eyes are like yay what be no i will look at you as a human being i will look and see yourself the felt sense of self you will feel felt you will feel seen now the next part depends if you are a grown-up nervous system human being you will not seek that i soothe you you will share with me your feelings and then we will talk and then maybe i'll say yes or no who knows but i'm not here to soothe you your nervous system is yours not mine your parent either taught you how to self-soothe in the healthy way or you learned it from therapy good personal good good everything that means i have my nervous system in check it's not some random shit i'm not recalibrating in the sense of i need to be fixed you're not broken it's not reprogramming people you repro no you recalibrate is the word that i use because your energy and you but what i'm trying to say is the self of every person when you regain your three-year-old wholeness for those who needed to regain it it's like wow i'm home yeah i'm me home means you feel good to be your quirky self and uh, if somebody says you're a fucking bitch oh wow hey bye that's pretty much it that's what happens inside of you sometimes of course if they're close connections that's a different story because you're in the presence of being told ah but even then when you are enough of the grown-up you with your inner child a whole three-year-old heart it's cool cool beans that's what our oversoul brings us it's a playground it brings us to be able and say cool beans uh, lovely family <laughs> and to really just work with the nervous system immediately and be differentiating and that's because other people's nervous systems are not in the ventral vagal state if they don't know how to be their grown-up three-year-old their inner child is not handled by their so as i was saying we have people who know they self-soothe so they unburden not by throwing shit at you they share shit with you and it's actually done in a way of you know life is happening we know life always happens so yeah i'm here sharing with you stuff my story and what took place and how it's going and 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 what all of me is and all of me is a person who carried a lot of for some people unresolved trauma not being aware of attachment wounds and trauma wounds we all only recently got this information so this is why 5d it's not only about the earth's vibration that changed i was waiting to understand how this 5d society would play out now i know because of the good mental health experts and that's because we're human beings and the 4d doesn't remember that i i never forgot it nor does any 5d mystic because they will be a whole three-year-old heart who will not be using their amygdala and the neuroplasticity and the amygdala and the negativity of what people talk about with 4d when they're uh saying oh you need to spit people out of your life you're going to lose people they're going to lose you you're going to be in different frequencies they're always cutting people out that's an adaptive child who doesn't know how to coexist they don't know how to effectively respond to life 
meaning to people around them because they don't know how to self-regulate. They don't know how to self-soothe in a manner of being a grown-up three-year-old who says, wow, we're different. How cool is that? Great. You know, you're not going anywhere. I'm not going to send you out of my life because you don't know how to handle your nervous system, even when people manipulate, by the way. So I have plenty of people that they are manipulators, and I say plenty, I should say a handful, and uh, recently there's been one added to the bandwagon. This one's my most funnest one, late, late, latest. It's cute, actually two of them, excuse me. <laughs> so it's cute to see people not know how to handle their emotions and then think that they're doing something smart. That's what I mean by cute. It's, it's not something we find, oh, you're boggling me down with your nervous system because you are, uh, uh. no, no, no. <laughs> it's not even close to that. It's more like, wow. Okay, then I would say this is a, this is an interesting strategy. Okay. So people who don't have a relationship with their felt sense of self, they don't have a relationship with their inner child. They only have a relationship with their adaptive child. That means their rumination. So they have stories to tell themselves all day long about how humans are suffering and they're suffering and, oh, well, wait, I'm going to reprogram because I'm broken. I need to reprogram my brain versus, no, no, you're not reprogramming shit. You're working with it. And I know some people, you know, but it, it, yes, everybody uses their own words. You know what a person who owns their body knows? I ain't reprogramming shit. It's my cells. It's my organic material in my own, but it's my skin, <laughs> When you are owning, and I'm trying to be specific as, as I can, because see, owning all of you, first of all, means embodying all of you. And I'm talking human. I'm, I'm not talking in the, this is what the 4D don't get, which is why their amygdala is always on, and they're always pseudo-alive, which is sad to see, because they're like, ah, guess what I did? And you're like, whoa, let me step back and watch this from afar as you don't, you don't do shit to me, but I'm going to know your energy is so out into the stars that I'm watching a movie and not even because it's not funny to see people who are re-traumatizing themselves by being in a modality called their arousal state as they sensationalize and live in a dissociative, depersonalized, derealized, out-of-body way, and they think that they're grounded in reality, meaning in their body, that they're grounded. And they don't have any idea that being grounded in their human being body means knowing how to use their human being ventral vagal social engagement system, and that to do that requires a human being to be able to move from oh, I'm in my arousal state or out of body, too. They need to feel the difference first, one. They need to know about the difference, two. They need to be interested in being a human being, three, which they're not because they think that Claire's and their pseudo-liveness is the way to be because they only do spirituality or spiritual stuff and they don't know about the human stuff. Let me be the human translator. Okay, so when I see that, I don't go saying, hey, let me give you a diagnosis. No, I'm not their mother. And I don't plan on being it. And I'm not a codependent human being. They are manifesting their reality. In fact, they will tell me how much they're reprogramming their brain. They will tell me how much they have recalibrated everything and how life is shitty and all the conspiracies that are kind of come true and da, 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 da. So there you go. They're burdened. They're not unburdening, man. No, no. So as they speak their words, what I feel as I even describing is like, oh my gosh, man, the world is a really big weight on your shoulders. 
Okay, self-blamer and or blamer and codependent type. Who are you sharing your, your burden with? Oh, that's the person. I'm so happy. that That's so awesome. Thank goodness. Thank goodness you found it. You found the one. I'm, I'm, I was waiting for that moment because I knew that the replacement of the caregiver from your own household would, would finally come. At some point, you'd find your way to soulless land. So on that note, and that's a side note, some people, they do that to a 5D person. We're not tired of them telling us. We're just like, if I tell their story, I'm like, what the fuck? It's more like, wow, you're living that from your nervous system. You know you could get out of it, right? Oh, I'm boring. I'm so sorry. Let me go and share my information with people who actually want to be themselves. Okay, so back to us and our manifestation story. The people that I'm talking about don't do that. Their burden isn't a burden. Uh, they know that life happens. And they learn to safely self-regulate and to safely co-regulate if they didn't have that. Okay, so we're with three-year-old whole hearts, people who take ownership and don't use the human sufferer. Yeah. Okay, so on that note, we're with people who humans are beautiful. They have potential trauma and attachment wounds we can all help them to get out of that if they are going to take their healing seriously because they will be taking their emotions seriously so they won't project it they will talk to us about their triggers they will talk to us about their life and on that note they will tell us their trauma story and they know how to embody their adult self and they know how to bring in real talk and they also know how to bring in comfort and sweetness and their actual three-year-old. Okay, so here's where we're going to talk about intimacy. You can't be intimate with another person if you're not intimate with yourself. With yourself means emotionally vulnerable to the extent of knowing every little inch of you, not your body, even though your body, I'm sure you'll know at least some of it. I mean... I don't go looking inside, you know, somebody like, oh, the crevices in my hand. I don't do that. So, I mean, when, when, when you get really literal, it's like, no, I don't know every crevice. I probably miss a lot of, you know, like, what are they called? Wrinkles. There you go. So, anyways, what I'm saying is, you know, your three-year-old implicit memory stuff, all of the charged parts, every single part of you, you're uncharged or you're working with it. You know, when you get rigid, you know, when your three-year-old comes up, I know when mine does. Okay. So, we all know when Kali comes into the room, we say, hey, come on in, Shiva. <clears throat> come on in Krishna Leela and we embody the Zen masters that we can be when we are in harmony with our brain embodied brain and body and so sensations that arise your human being brain the left mode translates it oh wow sensations are arising and you know how to do inner growth mindset or Terry calls it successful self-esteem or Daniel Siegel calls it uh, reflection, something about reflection. And basically, it's you being able to sit in equanimity. You don't use inner critic or outer critic. You use chit-chat. And in a way of there's likes and dislikes, you do dharma. Okay, so people who know how to handle their brain, this is how they do it. They don't do the shame cycle. And if they have compulsive activities, they've substituted or are trying to move into replacing. And that's where the two come together and support each other and here's where the unburdening and the sharing I should say is hey this is all that I'm bringing to the picture of today 
And why this manifestation story? Because as we close on out the year, we have people who are ready to share the holidays together and or just share some, you know, gifts. And sharing stories is a gift because we get to be intimately a part of one and another's life. Okay, and on that note, for my polyamory crew, I know time is definitely something that is limited. Love is not. Love is infinite, but time is limited. So I'm sure that you will know how to address allocation of time. If you have more than one partner that you are building a life with, you will want to get ahead of the game, if you will. And it's not a game in the sense of us playing a game. It's meaning get ahead of your own, you know, couple it, triple, whatever it is that you have and, and, and try to figure out how can all of you be happy to share time for the holidays. And that's where some people are grown up enough to share each other and just all be aware of each other. This is for ethical non-monogamy. Anybody who doesn't know what polyamory means, it's loving many, but it's also where people can have more than run romantic or platonic partners. And so sharing time is what creates intimacy between people who are romantically and or engaged in a special type of bond and sometimes we get to handle each other to the best of our ability with the okay here's the direct talk you won't like it but because some people they remain monoamorous and so they remain monogamous while living a polyamorous relationship and there's always room to learn how to talk about it because you handle words and you handle emotions and of course it's where being nervous is also normal let me share that one because you don't know how it's going to go and you're afraid you're afraid to hurt someone's feelings but we don't hurt each other's feelings by talking to each other the fear comes because of the societal shame emotion meaning i want to make other people happy that's the pressure that we will feel when we care about each other it's a three-year-old, and all of us have one, which is why for the ones who moved into their functional adulthood eventually, they have a bit more of a challenge with this one because they have a memory, and this is where all those who grow up, I think in time, from what I heard from those who have healed completely and long time has passed, finally they're just good to be adults. They, they don't have any of the, oh, I'm ashamed to be me. So none of what was lived in their history at home is expressing itself anymore so this is possible the did healed therapist lady is the one who says i want people to know they're not broken they can heal they can heal completely today my story is just i had a crappy childhood that's it i don't live any flashbacks in a way of uh, anything okay and so one story means many stories to come because they're not just stories they're people they have the same nervous system that we all do and they had and have different things and so again one person healed from did says to all did people you can heal just like she can and become a full-blown functional adult the ones who are not here yet they go projecting no forgiveness we don't want to forgive the people who didn't choose their trauma because we decided that we're not going to yet uh, the ones who take ownership they'll say we are not ready yet I'm still actually grieving my own heartbreak and my own anger and rage from having not been given 
a child-centric environment. So I'm still the teenage me. I'm a better version of the teenage me, but I'm not ready to be nice. I want to still be spiteful if I need to spell it out because I still feel wrong. And I want bypassers to take my side, to group together, and then for us to sing Kumbaya and be like, ah, let's go gossip about those people and we're going to feel better right now. And they feel better because they're venting to each other with the energy and the emotion that they actually still are having. Now, if it's healthy, it means they understand this is part of our process. So they will be objective of right now. Yeah, right now, this is the group I need. Right now, this is how I'm expressing. It's forgiveness. No, for now, I'm not ready for that because my body still stores a lot of pent up energy that is upset at me not being given the opportunity to be innocent. My innocence and my spontaneity was not allowed to be and I am becoming aware of it and that means I know what I missed out on it means I know what I did to other people potentially and myself like this is where being able to realize that everything was built upon a brain that was not able to develop in a safe home it's going to be processed in time for a person if it's done like i said humanly speaking it means there's an awareness i'm not ready to forgive what happened to me my trauma so i seek to be with groups that want to and or express the same energy that i have which is we were given an unfair that's the word of a teenager that's the word of people who are in their fight mode 14 15 16 with their inner child it's an adaptive child you are unfair 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 that's the energy of people who don't move into functional adulthood. Now, if they, again, are aware of it, they will know this is my moment of using, not using, but I am, a, I am processing this emotion. It's called frustration. It's called unfairness. However, it may be tainted. It can be just because something's happening in the world. It can be whatever it is. It's energy that's there. Okay, so on that note, uh, enough of those examples. And back to our manifestation story. None of that. Here we have adults. Adults feel flow, smooth, no frustration, no venting in that way. It's more of, wow, you know what happened today? Guess what? Let me get Kali in the room. Kali, come on over, but Shiva, be next to me. <laughs> so it looks the same to those who are not practiced in feeling the difference between the energetic imprint of a teenage frustration and an adult frustration. I'll put it that way. And I use these words because we are emotionally adaptive children until we are emotionally Functional adults. So once more, poly secure people. If you're polyamory with no secure attachment, then it's going to be a bit more challenging for you to have the conversation that I was talking about. If on the other hand, it won't be, it's because you don't feel guilty or ashamed or any of that. You just know I'm afraid or I'm upset or whatever the emotion is. I'm nervous, nervous about talking about stuff. And you know what? In both ends of the spectrums and in all spectrums, there's always going to be an element of nervousness. Because when you share the intimate of you, you're sharing your heart. You're sharing who you are with another person. You're, you're sharing something. And it means if they say, no, I don't like it, then you have a splinter, it's called, or a misalignment. But luckily for grown-up land, we know that that's not either splinter or misalignment. It's we are consistently differentiated thinking and emotionally being selves and we can be in our ventral vagal nervous system and say, okay, so we don't agree here. 
okay, here's our other alternative, our other. So until we reach all alternatives and figure out how to come to the middle, adults know compromise. And so it's not giving up anything. You don't give up any part of what you are. You achieve a flexible, adaptive, coherent means that you're able to be resilient. And that means you're able to adapt to situations. Energized means you are alive in your ventral vagal vitality. So you are all purusha prakriti when you're in your functional adulthood this way and infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences. And then we are stable, we're reliable. So it means direct communication. You're, you're your higher self, the version of you you want to be. Again, it gets easier and easier as you put it into practice with people, the functional adult love language, as you're choosing to use your ventral vagal nervous system and to speak to people from that space. Partners included, of course. Especially there and your family are the ones that are going to get to keep you practicing to get into more of the Zen master that you are if you're a 5D mystic functional adult enlightenment soul age group person. And as we unburden and share life, okay, there's healing. So healing is able to come about because of the ability to be intimate with another and to achieve one's higher visibility. So you see them, they see you. The surface of whatever minor splinters or misalignments have taken place will be worked through and or have been worked through or, you know, again, you, you think long term, what is the what is the future? What is the outcome? And this is with compersion for each other, loving and being happy for each other. It's a word that's used in the polyamory community, but just in general, it's also used outside of it. It means that when you see somebody happy, even with another person, you're happy for them. And you can feel this happiness when you are a healthy, self-worth person. So you have self-empowerment, self-esteem. You're not superior in fear. Your nervous system, your zero one-year-old is tended by you. You don't long to attach to somebody. They are a bonus in your life. And you are a bonus in their life. And that's why nobody can extract anything from the other. The consistent reliability can only be shown in time. And this is why it's a journey that begins and then it continues there is no i promise to be here forever and ever there is i want to be a part of your life and in a consistent way and that's because i want to live that dailyness however it can play out since time is limited consistently and so i want to grow let's say old these are things people can know and the same way they can know, no, I don't want to grow old. I just want to play around. I just want uh, for now. I don't know about the growing old part. There's a way we can always use words when we are able to take ownership of what we know we want in life when it comes to sharing your time with people. And in this case, partners. Okay, so romantically speaking, if you're somebody who's into any of what I'm sharing and you need some supportive guidance, and uh, just words of balancing everything out. Your intuition always tells you when things are matching your frequency because you're going to be able to be more and more of the 
truth that a king of swords can be with the softness of your butterfly transformation. Okay, so you're not cold, you are empowered, two different things. You're sensual and passionate and enriched and you enrich each other. Okay, so for those who have any type of situation where we are supporting people with compulsive behavior, that part, for example, it's if the person's serious about their journey, they're going to be handling it and they won't be bringing to you trouble they will actually already have themselves in check, but they'll present to you the struggle, quote-unquote, depends if it's a struggle, they'll present to you what equations they're still working on and what they know they need to do in order to effectively disengage from whatever habit they have at hand. Now, I want to be clear, what I learned from a lady who does the 12-step program which I hope to do that program at some point, is that a person's dysfunctional pattern, and I already knew this from my trauma and somatic informed courses, it's something that they have to have the motivation to want to be out of. So it, it means that their, their own ego is what I'm going to say needs to want to be the prettier version of themselves. Man, female, don't matter. Woman, okay, pretty meaning I want to see myself so they will have seen their higher version they will have seen what they can be. They have to be motivated with that image because if it's not self that you bring forth, it's, you're not bringing it forth. Now, some people, this is where it can be a mixed way that they get here because of that. Remember the teenager that I was talking about? Okay, so some people, they are motivated by proving that they're going to get there. But still, the motivation is ideal if it's being used and then they're coming across people that can help them to get to their open, spontaneous three-year-old, if they will want that, they will achieve that visibility and then they will embody it. It all depends. But for now, let's just say if a person's taking care of becoming their best version, they're not going to lie. They won't hide that they're wanting, let's say again, there's people who do drugs, there's people who do alcohol, they do compulsive sex, there's people who do compulsive shop shoplifting, whatever it is. If they know about it, it's because they want to take care of it. If they really want to take care of it because they've seen, they believe in their empress version and emperor version, they believe in their being that, but not only believe, they want to savor it. This is one of those areas that if we can, and I'm talking to my three-year-old whole hearts, the ones of you who have not ever swayed from alignment, okay, so it's because whether you want to call it luck, but people who have maintained heart body, value body, energy body, physical body, and mental body, or you're here, you will know what I'm talking about because there's a honor in compassion as well as that ventral vagal stance. It's, mean, it's meaning I take ownership of my thoughts and feelings. I take ownership of my mistakes. I take ownership of apologizing. I, take, I feel the ownership of it. And I feel that even if not liked, I still take ownership with all of the love for myself to be me and respectfully also respect another to be themselves independently from what they show me. Okay, so you don't ever lose respect for another piece of life. 
In fact, we find people who basically treat human beings like little wimps, very disrespectful. And there's a group of people, when I encounter them, I don't say anything because this is the part of where what it sounds like on the external is that they have compassion and they are not. They are actually disrespectfully talking about their oversoul pieces, the humanity, and, and what it is is they don't believe in humanity, which is they don't believe in themselves. But that part of using words that in part I don't believe it is possible, but in this way of almost like you're doing a gift, you're giving a gift, because these are those one-focused ones who are the martyrs, or they're basically in the, I, I'm, I feel all of humanity's pain, poor humanity. It's, it's, it's like the Middle Ages time, but it's not. Okay, so when I've perceived people in that energy, I'm like, what are you, this is so disrespectful, it's not even funny. You're, you're literally in, in, a, in a facade, by the way, this hypocrisy, what is this? Like, there's a bunch of different things that come up for a person who's a securely attached individual with the clear land and all that, that we don't speak it because we understand there's something behind the scenes. It's called a trust break. It's called an attachment wound. It's called a zero one-year-old that doesn't know, the owner doesn't know anything about themselves, their body, their head, none of it. You know, they're, they're just using words and, and, and there's stories for them that that's a reason for it. Even in my most blind years, meaning when I was a teenager and I had no mysticism, none of this, I just had Jesus with Jesus and God. And I had this conversation and actually I was an adult at that point, but still no Claire. So the conversation was with the person. We found ourselves talking about how we help our friends and people and da, 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 and we were philosophizing about life and all of this and and, and then we came to Jesus, and, and I'm a Catholic. So I said, yeah, I, I know Jesus. I love Jesus. I have my confirmation and this and that. And he's like, well, I don't believe in him in a religious self, but I know he shared how to love and was a prophet, or I forget the words this guy used. But, but he says, you know, he, he gave us the way to help people. But he says, but he didn't give us the key to unlock their heart. And the minute he said that, I said, he, yes, he did. The person is the person who can unlock their heart. That's where the answer is. It's only if you believe in you and love you and see loving yourself. It's only confusing and a shaming letdown to people who have childhood trauma, to people who have a broken three-year-old heart, to people who don't know it. If they do, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, all this shit that I feel. Oh, that's right. I had a dysfunctional, dysregulated family. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look. Okay, yeah. You know what? I don't know what love is. That's why I'm here. Okay, I'm going to go get good therapy now. And they're going to basically be all happy about the new updated information versus the, oh no, people are doomed to die if they have any type of psych shit going down. I've heard this. I've heard people say, no, the statistics show that they're, if they were raped and uh, if they were bludgeoned and if they went through, the, 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 these people, they actually list these things, okay? So when they said that, and say these things, it's because we're talking, I'm trauma-informed, and I'm sharing new information about people who have had abuse, rape, bludgeon, all this shit, and they don't talk about their life like little, oh my god, oh, no, they say, I today don't have my trauma story charged, I have it, it's shit that happened, 
I can talk about it. And this is the equation of what we have now. Finally, people were like, yeah, hey, here I am. I had a broken three-year-old heart. I'm not whining about it. Uh, no, that's not how I went about doing any of it. <laughs> you have a bad therapist over there. Uh, so sorry. Yeah, you got someone who's an ancient silverback who doesn't know that you don't have to do human suffering. Uh, that, that So long story short, people who learn about human stuff, they know how to explain it versus sit in the no-no. The ancients said that you will be subject to wanting to basically drown yourself every day because of something that happened to you. No, it's if you don't get good therapy and if you don't believe in the new information that you're going to say, no, no, I have to suffer because that's what these books over here said. Okay, so these books over here, we're going to ignore them. Is that what we're going to do? We want to, so we're, we're picking, right? So we're picking which books. Are we doing that? Is this called confirmation bias by any chance? Do you, do you know what cognitive dissonance is? Do you know what emotional bias is? Do you know what implicit, excuse me, not emotion, implicit bias, I, I know what that is. Do you know what dharma, what about, car, how many different words do you want me to use? And again, let me ask, which books are you using? Ah, okay, so here, here are my books. Here, here you go, go read all of my books. How, how does that sound? I'm going to stay over here with the people who know you don't have to stick to that tragedy. And if you want drama and tragedy, here are 4D planes all over it for you and the ancient silverback. So there, are, I saw all your books. I read them before because they're from yesterday. I have new ones. They're telling me something more optimal. I'm pretty sure manifestation is about optimization. Not, not That sounds like survival, which is our ancient history, yes. That's why the temporal junction is where you're ruminating with that human suffering bit. Hey, don't use your prefrontal cortex. Oh, please don't use it. Okay, so on that note, trauma is a very serious business and every person that I've learned from doesn't actually think of it in a drama tragedy way. All people that I've learned from are therapists. They are licensed. They continue their education. Some are researchers and they consistently are saying your attachment category is not fixed. Your trauma is not fixed. None of this is fixed. Our ancients did a disservice. That's because our ancients didn't have technology. And oh, lo and behold, 4D calling our AI and technology demon. Hmm, let me think who wants to stay in the past. Oh yeah, 4D, 3D, all the people who are basically shitting on anything new. Oh, we, we can see you clearly. Go, go, nature people. We want the environment to be saved, but we might need technology. We don't know everything and you don't either, except for you want to stay in the ancient times and we know that one day the sun will go out and our people need something to get off the planet. <laughs> so sorry you don't understand this because you're so blinded by your own uh, agenda. <laughs> Does anybody remember the one dude? The dude in the middle of the forest, please. Oh my gosh, that guy. Okay, so anybody who is new, you don't know this story. Um, so I'm, I don't remember why I came across the video. YouTube presented it to me. But he was telling people to go off the grid, to get offline, and for some reason of something. And he had this fancy-ass microphone, which I was like, wow, I don't even have that. And you're talking to people to get offline, to get out of technology, and yet you got a fancy-ass microphone that costs you a buttload of money. <laughs> you got a camera. You're in the middle of nowhere with internet. You got money for sure. I mean, I don't or maybe, who knows, maybe it was fake. For all, I know, but my point was, you're a hypocrite. I can't even believe that you have the the face to be in the forest telling people to get off the grid. Like, I'm just thinking, wow, you should be handing out flyers. <laughs> you should be going, oh, no, wait. No, no, the trees. You should be running around naked. How about that? Go running around. I, I don't know what my point is. 
making a video telling people to get offline is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever seen. And when I see the people falling for this shit, I'm like, okay, yeah, there, there's a, uh, yeah, I'm not, there's an inner child that adults don't know anything about. They're following their leader and they're not noticing the inconsistency of that. And that is in fact not integrity because integrity would mean that you go off the grid. So here, I have a person who I love dearly. I don't know where they are, and I probably never will. I think that they have made their choice. They had already told me, they told me that they wanted to go off the grid. I was hoping that they wouldn't because they're my friend. I love them. But I knew that they were serious, and they're an integral person. This is a person with integrity. They're very much younger than I am. And it's thanks to them that I have some of the websites I have. And to this day, I miss my friend. But they said, I want to go off the grid. They explained a little bit, not too much. They, they don't need to tell me a lot. And they did it. They did it. So here's what it means to be a person who speaks from your mouth because you mean it, because you know yourself. And here's what it means to be respectful of knowing people are themselves. It's I'm happy that my friend's happy. It doesn't mean that I don't miss them. Of course I do, but I'm not upset at them or upset in a way of excruciatingly painful anything. So when people are doing the whole painful dance, it's more of you are exasperating something and, oh, you're not going to help anyone with your nervous system out of whack, by the way, because you're out of whack, meaning you're in a sympathetic mode and you're, you're not, you, you don't, you can't go anywhere tomorrow. Because you just did a whole bunch of, in the chemistry of fear, in your rumination or whatever it is you think you're doing, and you're now drained. And you're not going to wake up for two days or whatever. I don't know. It depends how long it takes. And you're emotionally also, you're out. You're out because you're upset. And you didn't handle it like a grown-up. And it's not about being emotionless. You didn't handle it with your ventral vagal state. When I say grown-up, I'm meaning knowing how to self-regulate, knowing how to use your brain in the sense of my prefrontal cortex. These are mechanisms that you can learn even without a trauma expert because it's actually part organically of the way that you can work with your words since you were a kid so that your brain develops in an environment and therefore that's important to note. Some people it's challenging for them to feel a certain way until they get enough practice. Being compassionate is important, but also direct communication and being able to speak unfiltered. And we are finally in a moment in time where we're doing this. We're seeing all of it. And so on that note, as we close on out our lovely manifestation story, people that are people, they will talk about all, all things. Nobody is, oh, you hurt my feelings. I'm going to hate you for the rest of your life. You're a bad person. That's not friends for people who are 5D. And really, they don't want us as friends, by the way, uh, because we won't be people that have a way of saying, oh, let me baby you. We'll be more like, okay, because our nervous system won't be in, oh, I pity you or humanity, they're not going to feel felt. And this is why when you hear people in 4D land talking about the bandwidths and uh, the train tracks moving farther apart, it's because every person right now after the solar eclipse and the lunar eclipse, they did get to make at least a semi-choice point. And I say semi because, see, enlightenment soul age group, we always, like Sadhguru says, 
know that life is a possibility like Daniel Siegel and like any other trauma experts, all people can heal as somatic experts. All people can move into their restorative embodied self. It's their mammalian heritage. It's your mammalian heritage and mine to be an integrated brain and restorative embodied self. We don't need belief systems or stories. The lovely good mental health professionals have proven it. They're proving it. They're going to keep proving it. People want to see AI or the new stuff as bad. Go for it. They're, they're not here. They're not going to be tuning in anywhere. So on that note, in these lovely moments of holidays, we get people that are unburdening as adults their story. They're healing together and not because they're broken. They're healing whatever stuff there is to look at together. Okay, because people who need support, it's very important for them to be talked to like grown-ups so that they can be made responsible for their choices which is why it's not about you shaming someone. It's about you saying, okay, real talk. So you are, let's say, you know, again, deciding that you want to disengage, whether it's drinking, drugs, whatever it is, but you've made the decision. Okay, your commitment will show in time. And if you lie about it, let's say you lie and you hide and I find out, I'm just going to use me, but not because it's happening. I'm using me as an example. I'm not going to shame you. I will say something along the lines of you told me that you wanted to become the best version of yourself. When you're hiding something, it tells me that you are under stress. It tells me that you're not right now handling what you want to do well. There's a conversation that takes place when people are able to treat each other like grown-ups and finding out if somebody hides something and not being reactive is what grown-ups know how to do. Because being grown up, this is the enlightenment. So age group, I can't even keep spelling it out more times than this. Have you ever known to be perfect yourself? No. Okay. So I'll use another story. There's only one moment in my life, I was 18 or 19, that I did. It was a very good learning lesson, but I did a gesture that actually was disrespectful. It was with my twin. And I remember because I saw the eyes and I thought immediately, okay, Maria, that was too much. <laughs> I felt guilty and, and I apologized, I think after, I don't know if in that moment, because as a teenager with my sister, we have a dynamic, but I did apologize eventually. And even as grownups, when we talk about it, you see, it doesn't, it doesn't sound good, right? It sounds, I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed of it. So we'll use that word because it's not a nice, it wasn't a nice act. I know why I did it though. So I'm not ashamed of me, Maria. I'm ashamed because of the feeling of rupture that it created or, you know, the, it didn't create a rupture between us, but it did something. It splintered. It, it, it caused a heartbreak. And that's, that's a better word. So that's, that's going to make my consciousness feel bad and your consciousness is sad. And that's two people. Okay. So being able to acknowledge it without being ashamed of who you are, meaning I'm not defective. That's what I mean. So no, Maria is not defective, but I did something that was an action that created a heartbreak and that was unnecessary and uncalled for. And I learned something. So in all of the equation, a grown-up, even at that age, a grown-up emotionally, I take ownership, accountability. I made a mistake. I'm not a piece of shit. That's why you can make mistakes. No big deal. I'm not ashamed of me. I'm not defective for being me. I'm a person who will make mistakes. I apologize. I take ownership. So you work with the emotion of equanimity. This is what I'm presenting to you. So 
with that being said, as a grown-up, nothing of that has changed, meaning of me being able to take ownership, but me being able to be respectful. I got to learn, thanks to my oversoul, my family, immediate, my mother and twin, how to behave with others in a way that is not disrespectful because of being held that way. Okay, so I was shown how to be equanimous and I was shown how to be respectful of people's spaces. And that's what a Zen master, the Enlightenment Functional Adult 5D Mystics, we, he, we hear the community that we get to build is one of compassion with default. So as I was saying, you hide something from me, like the teenage boyfriend. I will not be treating you any differently. I will not have lost trust. I will not any of that. I will have a conversation with you and I will present to you. You told me that you want to disengage from this especially if there's trauma, I will say, you're having a struggle. What do we want to do about it? How do you want to handle what this is? Because we know that this means that you're not handling it effectively yet. What else can we resource you with that will support your journey? How best can I support you to become the version of yourself that you told me you want to be, that you're presenting to yourself you want to be? Do you really want it? You don't have to be it. You can choose another path. You don't have to choose this one. What, what, what's the best next thing that you can choose? Obviously, in this case, when it comes to anything compulsive that is emotionally impactful and healthy impactful, we're going to say that's, you know, like really, that, that's not really an option. So it's not going to be, let's go back to doing something that's not great for you, but it will be a conversation is what I'm trying to get to. So people who are grownups, they don't baby each other. Uh, people who baby each other, they're in a type of relationship that, would be for Terry Real. He does relationships that are people who don't fix each other partners, but they talk to each other in very specific ways. I present to you relationships minus the drama in more of an organic way. And I always think about that because, yeah, there are ways that people will present requests that's so robotic. It's like, no, that, that's not, I'm not here to dictate to you and you're not here to dictate to me the tango dance of two adults is one of just a beautiful tango <laughs> so it involves the emotions as raw and just organic but it's because you have people who can take that burden it's not a burden they know life happens and we go with the flow we go with the flow but we go with the flow in a way of making sure okay you spoke a truth you spoke a balanced truth your intuition you know uh do you want to still follow it or or what what do we want to do to get you healed what do we want to do to get you to your best space you can do this you can do this especially when it comes to something that is involving addictions okay a person who really wants to get out of that they will but they need a person who will say okay you told me this i'm i'm in i'm in and I will make sure to tell you <laughs> when I notice something. And if you lie, if you hide, it's on you, not on me. And if I find out, I'll just say, okay, so what, what's the deal? Did you want to do it or not? There's a very straight equation. And let's say it's a repetitive. Remember the Zen master with the compulsive thief. The Zen master is a compassionate human being who can say, hey, honey, it's hard for you. We're going to go figure it out. We're going to figure this out. I'm not going to let this go. What is it that we're going to try out next? We're going to go try something out next. A person who wants will do this. A 
person who is not committed will need consistent support. And then this is the moment of truth, which usually would be, okay, you're not committed. That's the conversation that would happen. Eventually be, okay, you are not committed to achieving balance. It's okay. I see that you're not, but here's the deal. It emotionally brings me sadness, for example, because when it comes to anything that's an addiction, it's going to be about health. I don't want to and will not watch you throw your life into the shithole, meaning get sick, whatever it is. So we're going to have to you know, do something different because I'm not going to stand here and watch this. The equations, again, words can be used very well to say, I care about you and this is important to me, but I'm not going to allow you to bullshit me. No need to use shaming language ever, ever. There is no need if you are a person who thinks things through, which is, I'm not their body. I don't know what they went through. I don't know, like for me, I don't know uh, trauma that way or, or attachment that way, meaning that I don't know how it is to be in my inner and outer well-being. I do. I know when I'm slacking off on something. I know when I'm not slacking off on anything. I know how to have a real talk. That's why the land of truth is equanimity. It's neutrality because you look at duality, but you're objective. However, to hold yourself accountable is your job because you're the only one who can see yourself if you don't see the higher version of you so it means if you don't believe in yourself then you're not gonna have the motivation if you do then you're gonna say okay i want to have this and if it's a struggle okay i'm gonna figure out how to get out of the struggle and the good therapists actually are the ones who help people because the only people who have bigger struggles fyi are the ones who have attachment non-secure attachment that's a very big one as well as disorganized and they will have trauma and they will have also level of shame defectiveness so it's a struggle though because the nervous system was used to not good inner well-being mannerisms and and this is the words i'm going to use but that's my point is that if it's a struggle this is where all the therapists say good therapy good therapy because your nervous system is 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 what we're looking at plus the embodied brain so just being aware of this when people struggle if you have ever people who are struggling with anything allow yourself to get a hold of good trauma therapy good emdr the child parts ifs and somatics the three together in a good therapist and that lady did a video on uh, how to interview your therapist so i i'm gonna watch it at some point but manifesting what we want for each other is always possible the adventure of a lifetime is now creating your own fairy tale is always and that's when you are a person with a functional adult securely attached integrated brain you're a person who can say here's who i am here's who you are here's how i feel here's how you feel wow it's amazing let's go on a journey shall we and you're able to support each other in moments where the burden does not burden you or them because it's not a burden, because ventral vagal nervous systems don't feel life as a burden, because the only actual moment our nervous system goes to sympathetic is when we're in physical danger. Other than that, when we're in social situations, we're able to harness ourselves and be there for each other. So again, with relationships, it's because we're not judging another person. We don't cast a stone. All people are beautiful just the way they are, and we support each other. And so those who are committed to the be yourself, being themselves, they will appreciate that. 
and they will appreciate a relationship that can do something that I haven't seen many, but that's just because I'm not around all the functional adults that are out there. And in the meantime, let's create a community of people who understand that when somebody is serious about their self, they will let you know about what they're working on. They won't hide things. If they hide things, though, that means they're struggling and that means they're ashamed of it. That's why they hide it. They hide it because they're ashamed. And when you shame, if you shame them, that makes it even worse because they already are still feeling defective. So instead of shaming them, the minute a person quote-unquote fails, what they're trying to do is the minute they need a motivating word meaning an inspiring word to motivate them to continue to believe so you can't motivate their consistency you can be the word that makes a difference this is not taking ownership of their emotional stuff no this is the way that you address them when they lie or hide or do whatever it is they do in a moment of shame because they're not able in a moment of struggle be supportive, be loving. We don't know what people go through. Again, we'll be back with more. Have a great day.